Hey everybody, welcome to Breakthrough Academy. Good morning everyone, glad to have you here for yet another week. We love being here every week in the studio, uh, in the, the warm Melbourne weather, <laughs> should I say. We were just having a conversation that uh, we had some great weather last week and this week it has been like a downpour of torrential rain. Yes. But we are in the studio here, happy and warm. We got the heaters in, uh, we got seats here. You are more than welcome to come and join us. We would love to have you here. And as you see, we've got someone a bit different. Yes. Normally we have a screen here. And we have Pastor Ian Slack here from Heritage of Faith and um, Jerusalem Ministries. We are so excited to have him come and join us for our Breakthrough Academy. So give him a you know a warm round of applause. I'll give him a clap on me. Welcome, Pastor yeah. Ian. And that's why the, the discussion is on the weather, because Ian has come from sunny Queensland. For yeah. those joining us from outside that, Australia. It's where God lives. Oh, it's it's God. beautiful weather up there. Mm -hmm. um, very steady and nice. And last week we had Gold Coast weather with us. But this week we're back to Melbourne weather. Yeah. And um, Ian has flown in and got a bit of a fright. But anyway, we, we, we're glad for him to be with us. Because um, we've been talking about this for a number of weeks mm. now. About Ian joining us um, on this topic of healing. Um, we have been... this. Um, and oh, Judith Bournes has sent a, a greeting, oh. Ian, to hi, say Drew. hi. Good morning. She said, yay for Pastor Ian Slack. So that's, that's <laughs> all good. And um, we, we've been studying healing and taking our time to go through the Word of God. And we've been aiming for three um, things. First of all, the understanding that healing is the will of God. Because without that understanding, you can't put your faith out. Mm. You know, And everything gets a little bit messed up when you say, oh, if I pray for you and say... If it be your will, then I can't you know, be, be in full agreement. Secondly, how to actually activate our faith to receive healing. Mm. And then the third part that we've been looking at is then how do we actually use our understanding of God's will and our faith to bring healing to others? Because that's also a, a really important part that God's not just given us these benefits for us to enjoy, mm. but so that we can bless others yeah. with. So we are here to pick Ian's heart and brain and um, to, to get all we can from him um, through this session about healing because Ian is a man of faith, he walks in faith, he leads Jerry Civil's ministry here in Australia which is a, a word of faith um, ministry and he's got a lot of experience in this area and we want to be able to draw from that and okay. use our time here. So um, Ian, first of all, why don't you just take a moment to introduce yourself to the people who are watching who don't mm. know who Ian Slack is. <coughs> and there's, there's quite a few of those except for down here at our breakthrough which is now, we are very pleased to say, Heritage Church. Mm. And um, we've been with Brother Jerry now 25 years, and this is our 40th year in ministry. And we were the first 15 years of our life was at Rhema Bible Church in South Africa. And at Rhema, that was a, a huge church, as you know, Peter, out yeah. of uh, America. Brother Hagen was the founder of that. Pastor Ray McCauley was the um, founding pastor of Rama Bible Church in South Africa, and we had the privilege of joining him in 1983. Um, first church, only church in South Africa for the first 15 years. Mm. And it was there that you first walked into the aspect, and, and it's a good thing to start with when you're talking about health and healing, yeah. and, yeah. and just the general character of God. Right. Yeah. Is that when we walked into church the first time, we heard that God is good, hmm. the devil's bad. Yeah. Good things are from God. Yeah. Bad things are from the devil. And because <clears throat> to, to me that was the simplicity of the gospel, that 
the God who saved me was the God who was going to heal me, was going to keep me, was going to love me, was going to be with me. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't complicated. Yeah. Um, the Word of God is not complicated, and it was presented in such a way um, by Pastor Ray, because Pastor Ray was an ex-bodybuilder, yeah. and, and so he was very strong but simplistic. Right. Um, he had half a dozen jokes, very much <laughs> like you, Peter. Um, oh, yeah, good jokes. Good jo well, uh, not, not necessarily like good jokes, but uh, simple jokes. Yeah, you know? yeah. Very much. And, like, and Ray like, McCoy was a, essentially an evangelist, wasn't he? Sort of, or, 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 how would you describe he, 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 I actually think he was an apostle of faith. Right. Because he, was, he wasn't a pastor. Right. So, yes, evangelistically, but he was more of an apostle because he set up a movement in South Africa, yeah. which spread across the nation. Okay, yes. The church grew to 42,000 people wow. in Rhema. And, and Rhema, out of Rhema, South Africa, actually flowed to all the nations of the earth. I mean, they were all over the place from Brother Hagen um, in America, but in South Africa, we went right the way through South Africa and into the continent of Africa mm. with right. him. And he's still doing the same thing. Uh, his son has taken over now, but when we walked into Rhema, I'd never been to a church, and we walked in and there was such a joy about being in there. And there was these crazy people raising their hands and singing and loving God. And I'm going, oh my God. I, I didn't know anything because I was a very good, just for those who know that I was a very good sinner. <laughs> so, and I was an alcoholic at, at the time when I came to know the Lord. And um, we can move into that when you understand God's goodness and his grace and his favor. And you're introduced to him yeah. in that manner. There was no religious tradition. There was no... A religious aspect that said you've got to be like this, you've got to be like that, mm. um, to be accepted. Right. You were accepted for who you was, and I'm thinking to myself, and it's a long story with with my salvation, but um, to know that God reached down and had somebody come from America into Kenya to speak to me on the beach in Mombasa to lead me to Him to end up in Rama. God's plan and destiny is the same way I'm a year at um, Breakthrough, which is now Heritage Church here in Melbourne for this Sunday. Um, you, you understand that God's destiny for all of us. This time here, Josh, is, is not a time that is, oh, I'll just see what we can have them do today. Yeah. This is a time of destiny. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you shouldn't have asked me to start speaking about what we're doing because it's the goodness of God yeah. that will lead us to understand that he not only wants us healed, yeah. but he wants us healthy. Yeah, mm. that's really good. That's good. I, and I think, I think that's such an important aspect. Um, some people just start with healing, like, oh, I want to get the promises of healing. Mm. But actually, it goes back to the to the heart of God, the character yeah. and nature of God himself. Yeah. It goes, it's a reflection of who he is, not just what he can do. And, um, you know, it, it's a reflection Oh, like you said, not even the fact that, oh, you're a healer. It just goes even back. It says your character and nature is one of goodness. Oh. And, um, you know, and, and it's a desire for our, our, mm. our best, you know. And, um, and sometimes if people like yourself who say, okay, thank God I didn't come in from a religious background that I had all this 
stuff to have to get cleansed. No. But there are some people that come from an aspect where they, they're very cautious towards God and they, and they mm. call God good would almost be like, oh, I'm almost swearing because, yeah. you know, like you don't call God you know, good. Um, you know, mm. he is good, but, you know, he, you know, he, you know you, you've got to see the harshness and the, and, the, and the toughness and you've got to see the... And all those things, God is powerful, but he's got such a loving nature and, mm. he, and, and he is love. And so, yeah. That, yeah, what you're saying is it's so important to get to know him and his desire, mm. and then that frees you up for a whole lot of things in terms of not just healing, but health. Mm. Well, explain that. That's a good concept that <coughs> God says not for our healing, mm. but for our health. What do you mean by mm. that? The, the way we walk in life. And I've, I brought a quote with me as well. I want to share it with you from John G. Lake about health and healing. Yeah. But to go back, if, if you understand that God is good, yeah. You go back to the previous step with salvation. God introduced himself to me in his goodness. Yeah. Not in his power, not in his might. Yeah. He mm. introduced himself yeah. to this alcoholic mm. in his goodness and his grace. Yeah. Isn't there a scripture that says, I'm sorry, <coughs> it says, um, it, it's his it's his mercy that leads us to repentance. It's his goodness. It's goodness that leads to repentance. To repentance. It's, it's, that's a powerful thing. It's like, it's his goodness that brings us to this place. It, it, and when it is demonstrated through a person, you can relate to it. And that's mm. what happened to us as missionary. Yeah. Came up to Nairobi. Long story. But the point that I want you to, to catch hold of is the missionary that led me to Jesus didn't First of all, tell me you have to get saved. You mustn't go to. You don't want to go to hell. Do everything. He just shared about the love of God, mm. and he eventually got to Romans ten nine and ten. He said, "Would you like me to pray for you?" And I said, "Well, no, no, no." <laughs> See, English. My my mum was old English, so you never talked about sex, politics, or religion. Right. Yeah. So when he said, "Can I pray for you?" I said, "No, no, 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 no don't pray for me. It's, it's it's fine." He said, "Well, here's the Bible. Go into your bedroom." or wherever you want to go, and you can pray this prayer. Well, I went into the bedroom, and I, I sat down, and I'm looking, and I can, every time I, I tell this account, I can remember sitting on the bed, looking at the wall just in front of me. Just, it was about as far as the screen from us now. Mm. And I'm trying to say these words, because I'm thinking, he told me, say these words here. And you know when you wear a neck, a tie? Yeah. Mm. And you've seen people hung by a tie? Yeah. yeah. Spiritually, I, I was sitting like this, with my head like this, and I'm being hung. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what on earth is going on? So you could feel something restraining Fair you. Like, oh, wow. absolutely. I was, I was hooked like this. Right. And I'm thinking, I've got to say this. I've got to say this. I, I, I want to say this. And all of a sudden, it broke. Mm. And I was able to pray the sinner's prayer. And up on the inside of That's me so came these bubbles. Yeah. I'm bubbling. You never knew the, the, the understanding of bubbling <laughs> like a river. Yeah. So I walk outside, in, and there's, a, there's this missionary. Frank France was his name. And he was down at the bottom of the garden, and he's walking up and down, he's mumbling. Well, <laughs> I didn't know then. He was praying in the spirit, right, yeah. praying in tongues, and he came up to me, and he said, oh, you're okay now. I said, what are you talking about? He said there was a fight over your spirit, Wow. But you're okay now. Yeah. I said, I'm like this. I said, I've got these bubbles. It's like 
you brought uh, water to the uh, yeah. hotel for us, and it's that sparkling water. Yeah. It's just like when you take sparkling water and the bubbles oh. start coming up and you want to burp. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, you know, we're talking about healing, yeah. but this was the healing to my, to my soul. Well, this, this is, this is, um, you know, like we say, oh, this, this is, you know, we're here to talk about healing, and now we're talking about salvation. No, what we're talking about is a revelation of mm. God's goodness Amen. and His mercy, yeah. which became the foundation for the healing, the healing yeah. from uh, alcoholism. I just love that the way that God does it, it's completely holistic. It deals with everything, everything spiritual, physical, like eternal, like everything. Coming and, he, together. and He's so good. That you can come to him for healing, and he can go. Well, I'll do that for you, but I also want to do this for you. Absolutely, you know what I mean. And it's a, it's a, it's it's the whole package. Yeah, that's so good. So, I got introduced to him there. Yeah. But now, what Mark does was he said, "Well, you're going to just read Book of Proverbs and under the Psalms." I couldn't understand a word of it yet. <laughs> so, but I knew I had to do this. Yeah. But we had to take him to the bus station our train station to go back to Mombasa. He came up to Nairobi. So Diane and I jumped in the car. She gave her life to the Lord about half an hour after I did. And we take him to the station. And so we're standing talking at the station. And he's talking and talking. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, really? Aren't you going to go onto your train? <laughs> because I've just got into this thing. I don't know what's going on. And he's talking and talking and talking. So, Okay. And all of a sudden, there was a voice, and the voice said, give him some money. And I jumped. Diane is here. <laughs> he is there. And I turned around. There was no one there. He said that. And I, and I went, you're talking about give him some money. So if you're listening, you come. Because God will minister to you. He'll speak to you in such a loving way. But it was strong. Give him some money a second time. Mm. So I, I went, oh, Okay. I thought, well, this is not me, yeah. and I heard it. Yeah. So I put my hand in my pocket, and I had a hundred Kenya shillings. And I said to this gentleman, Frank France, I said, Frank, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I need to give you some money. He and he went, oh, that's good. I can go buy my ticket now. <laughs> Peter, within two hours of being led to the goodness of God, God demonstrated his goodness to the man of faith yeah. who had come mm. to lead me to yeah. him. And he wasn't going to leave him. Mm. And he was going to speak to this previously yeah. undisciplined, uncircumcised Philistine and say, hey, give him some money. Yeah. Mm. That's good. But because of one experience, second, now we don't base these on experience, but then you understand from the word of God, God's character. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I, I, I don't know. But Diane went then around telling people, I'm not sure what's happened. He's not the same person. <laughs> he's gone, he's off, he's reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> now then we go get down, this, is, this will lead into, because you're not only talking about healing and living a healthy life that God wants from you. Yeah. You're you're talking about living a life being led by healing and health himself. Yeah. He is the one that wants you lead you into a life that is full of his goodness and grace and abundance. Yeah. Spirit, soul and body. Because you can have as much money and be sick. Yeah. You're not you're yeah. not abundant. Yeah. You can have the health and no money and vice versa. Yeah. So we get well, down to South Africa 
Well, let me um, just, just give a scripture on, there. Yes. It yes. says, um, I love what John said when to the elder at Gaius. He said, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Amen. And that's what we're talking about here. This is, this is the desire that John expressed. It's the heart of God. Amen. And um, I, I appreciate what it says here. He didn't say, I pray that you may um, prosper and get healing. He actually said, I pray that you can be in, in good, good health. Yeah. It's, it's not just health. getting healing. It's actually living a life of health. And just as your soul prospers, it talks about God starts to work from the inside, but he wants it all over. The, and, and, that's, and, and, it's, and that's that's what healing, you know, we don't want, <coughs> I think the, the, um, the theme that I'm hearing this morning and understanding is that um, we're not, healing isn't just to be a little topic or something that you say, no. oh, that, that's something that's no. over there got boundaries on it god wants you know gives them promises regarding healing no no healing is encompassed in his overall goodness mm. his desire yeah. for our wholeness yes spirit Thank soul and body and he and everything he's provided Amen. and this is why we've got this opportunity we've had a number of family and people join us Hi, uh, online we've got joe rose we've got um well, kyra um caleb caleb said he loves what you've done with your hair today <laughs> um so um i'm going to um uh, do whatever he did with it. Yeah. yeah. When it comes, thanks, mate. Yeah. Appreciate it very much. Um, so, so then, so you've had this revelation mm. and, and through salvation. What, what was the next stage? The next stage was the deliverance, because we went down to South Africa. I'm still alcoholic. Still. So with all the bubbles and everything, but you still got. You still got the physical effects mm. of. 34 years of booze right. mm. uh, not drugs but booze and so we would go down to South Africa go to a barbecue or a braai as we would know down in South Africa on the Saturday and um, I only had two beers two beers that was all and I thought I don't want any more it was enough just odd but I had two beers but I woke up on the Sunday morning with the worst hangover uh, not that anybody who probably watching has had this type of thing, but it was like your head was coming off. It was awful. So I got up and stumbled down. I went out into the garden. We were staying with people. And I went outside and I went, no. You know what? I, and I, I, I don't even remember looking up. or I just made the statement. I do not want this anymore. Bang. Instantly. Mm. I was instantly delivered. I didn't use the name of Jesus. I did nothing but cry out uh, in my pain, yeah. in my loss. Um, just, I, 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 I don't want this anymore. Mm. No withdrawal symptoms. Wow. No desire for alcohol anymore. It was totally and utterly gone. Mm. Wow. So, so you... I was marked, Peter, yeah. that from the moment I encountered God, I encountered God in a goodness and a grace in a way that is holistic. Yeah. He wanted me, my family, my whole, because I wasn't a good husband. I worried, but I wasn't good with my care. The whole thing yeah. was a, a 180 degrees. Yeah. I, went, I was going this way, we turned around and we went that way. So when you were talking of the, the subject of health and healing, and uh, I have made a note of, of miracles and healings that have taken place in our family yeah. and in, in my life and 
our family's life. Not only with that, the, the ones I've been involved in, yeah. uh, in ministry. So I, I, I had to think about those, and God reminded me of, of some of them. And so I wanted to... Um, that was the basis of, I think, if you're, you're dealing with any subject of God, if, if you're teaching Bible school, you're teaching everything, if you don't teach it in the disposition of the Messiah... The disposition of the Messiah is the disposition of the love that I'm here to serve you and allow the anointing of God to flow through you mm. um, in your words, in your actions, in your looks, in your deeds. And, and I'm going to use it on Sunday. Some people, because I want to talk about position for success, yeah. um, which we will be, spirit, soul, and body. But a lot of times people think that only seed that they've got are financial seeds. But we've got the seed of our words in the disposition of Jesus that will bring that love and care. And mm. people respond to it. Yeah. And I responded to what I'd heard and sensed in the goodness of God. Yeah. And, and so was thinking about this thing and, yeah. and what you wanted to do. Um, I thought it's more about living the healthy lifestyle and being able to be used as a channel of God's anointing for healing. Yes, yeah. Because if it happened to me, if yeah. it happens to us, then it'll happen to you. Yeah. If it's, it's with Brother Jerry, with the way he recovered yeah. from his stroke, with the way, as you know, we're now six months, 24, 26, from the, the quadruple board bypass that I had. Yeah. 14 from the hip yeah. replacement that I had. And people say, but... If you believe in health and healing, what was that? Well, God brought me through that yeah. um, mm. with a high hand, like he brought the Israelites out when it says in Scripture that he brought them out without a feeble one among them. Yeah, They, and they bring it out on Sunday. I don't want to preach my message from Sunday. <laughs> but, you know, they received the blessing and the goodness of God when they were still in bondage Yeah, with all the the jewels and yeah. everything, mm. but they came out not one feeble among among them. Yeah. They didn't look as though they were positioned. And sometimes people do not understand and they think, well, it happens for these big speakers and it happens for special people. No, each one of us as children of God are positioned to walk in the health of God that he's got for us. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we could go on past that, but that we've had healings in our family, healings through these hands, Healings on the missions field, so I'm not sure which way you, you want to well, go. Well, let, let's just start because I, I think that's one of the things there when you're saying we've had healings here, healings there, and um, it's not just um, where you've had healings, but healings act, often come through different means. You know, sometimes. Yes. Um, can you think of um, a type of healing? You know, we say, okay, someone's believing for healing, and you say, well, here's an example of, of a healing that came through a particular means, like through the Word of God or through a confession or through. And act, you know, what, what is something that unlocked healing for somebody? Okay, well, let's take it. Let's, let's talk about the health that I received personally from and the favor. Right. They go together. The favor of God is, up, is upon us because mm. He's given us His word, He's given us His presence. Yeah. But for instance, I had, uh, it was on the 29th of March, I went in for this four archery bypass. I had four arteries that were 80% blocked. Things happened that very quickly they took me into surgery and before we went in the night before 
the doctor came and talked to me. And you're saying, how do things happen? He sat down and he started talking to me about what was going on. Yes. And I said to him, oh, that's wonderful, that's good. And he said, uh, you, you're very kind of positive. I said, well, you do what you can. Because he'd said to me just seconds earlier, oh, we, we can't do miracles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's okay. I said, anyway, you do what you can. Yeah. And my God will do the miracles. And he went, oh, as surgeons, we love to hear people who are positive speaking the end result when they come under the knife. Mm. Right. In the natural. Yes. Yeah, Doctors and surgeons, and that's what he said to me, love working with people with a positive attitude. And you're saying, to, why did I recover so quickly? They were amazed. I was back at gym within the six weeks and yeah. just start doing things. And it was because I had already believed for the words of my mouth to equate to the healing in my heart. Yeah. God says to that, if we believe in our heart, we confess with our mouth for salvation. But for instance, I believe Paul says, he says, we have believed and so we speak. Mm -hmm. One of the things that people need to understand is that when you're talking about living a healthy lifestyle, we have to build the foundation at the bottom. Yeah. You can't start on the third floor. Mm. You can't start building your house yeah. on the upper floor. You've got to come down and ensure that your foundation is correct. Yeah. And you build off of that. So I had, yes, did I want to go through it? I would recommend it to no one. <laughs> do not, if you have a choice, let them do this thing with your chest and open you up. But going into that, I had absolute peace. I knew it was going to be fine mm. because my work for God hasn't finished yeah. Yeah. because we all have a destiny. So how do you come through a large surgery? By believing God for his favor, believing God that I'm here for, because of you, Lord, and your hand is going to be upon the surgeon's hands. Yeah. I told him, you do what you can and God will do the rest. <coughs> That's where your belief comes in, that he is Jehovah. Yeah. He is our God. He is El Shaddai. He is everything that we need. And by speaking that out, and when you look at what Brother Copeland and Mrs. Copeland have done, I went to, just for you to say this, we took hold of the word. When, when you take hold of the word of God, if you will believe it, that it is filled with the goodness and grace of God, is God's will and purpose that you be healed? Absolutely. Yes. Mm. But then back in 19, 1979, I dug it out because it was funny. I, I just came across it. Yeah. This was a prophetic word that the Lord gave to the Copeland, Mrs. Copeland, back in September 1979. Wow. said, I want my people well. I desire for my people to walk in health. I have desired for my people to know how to walk in health regardless of what ministry is in town. I want my people to know how to take my word and stand on my word and receive my healing power and know that I am the Lord. I want my people to walk with me in health and life and know the good things that I have prepared for them. I set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You shall not be an orphan group. You shall not be hungry. You shall not be wanting in want. For I am the God provider. I am the Lord God that heals thee. 
I will have my people well, saith God. So my instruction to you, to this ministry, is when she was talking about healing school, is to continue healing school until I return. Mm. 1979, 79. 44 years, she has been teaching mm. healing school people. <clears throat> and that was the Lord speaking to her. And it was, it was funny how I read it, that when you talked about health, yes, the Lord wants us healthy. Yeah. Amen. I, I think it's an interesting point you, you make that um, sometimes people get into, oh, you've got Jerry Civil Ministries saying good morning. So um, I'm, not sure who, <laughs> I'm not sure who that is, but someone from Jerry, the actual ministry is It's watching. probably Lee and Vicky and Chloe. Yeah. I don't mind you sitting around watching me today, guys. It's uh, just part of your work. I get, get <laughs> up a cup of coffee, come and sit and watch. <laughs> Um, you made an, an interesting point regarding um, some people have this um, God heals, but anything to do with medicine is like well that's out of the will of God. That, mm. that can't be you know you mm. can't you can't do that and, and it's almost I I'm, I'm in I'm in doubt and unbelief if I ever use medication mm. or anything like that. And um, I, I understand that there's times you know um, I, I remember you know a situation where um, um, you know I I was you know facing something and. You know, and, and I was, it was just pain relief. Do you know what I mean? And mm. and I wasn't in pain, but I was thinking, oh, later on today, I'll you know, I'll possibly need this. So I'm grabbing the pain relief to put in my pocket. And guys, mm. like, what, what do you need those for? Well, you know, well, just in case, you know, this sort of thing. <laughs> and and but it was like, and I knew that the, the things I'd gone through, it was a very high, you know, like almost 100% chance I was going to have, you know, be in you know pain mm. at this time. And I was like preparing for it, and but there was a, a, a spark, and the Lord said, well. You don't need that, and so I was like, "Oh, it was my faith was not to take the medication and was Amen. to trust in God." And I understand, but sometimes people hear a testimony like that and think that any time that I use medication, then I'm out of faith mm. and I'm and, and going against God. That wasn't the situation. That was because God spoke a word, and my faith was in the Word of God. It wasn't to do with the in medication. Yeah. And I remember there was a lady came to me many years ago, and she was in quite a quandary. She was like, "Um." She, she needed to have, you know, the doctor was recommending this particular operation, this mm. procedure. She's like, oh, I don't, I don't think, you know, I think I, I think I should just trust God. And, and I said, well, why are you saying this? She goes, well, I, the Lord spoke to me and he said, trust him. And, and, and she said, I know that he's told me to trust him. And now I'm torn between my doctor wanting me to have this process and me not mm. getting the process. And I said to him, I said to this lady, I said, excuse me, did the Lord say to you, don't get a medical process? And she said, "No." He said, "Trust him." I said, "You've made a you've made a connection mm. that God never made. Mm. He never said, trust me.' So therefore, don't get this." He yep. said, "Just in whatever you're doing, don't put your trust in the doctor. Trust me." Like he said, mm. you, "You don't put your trust in the surgeon. Mm. You're putting your trust in God." Yeah. And when I said that, it was like, "Ah!" She goes, "Yes." He never said, "Don't get the procedure." Mm. She said, "Actually, I can trust God." That through this procedure, I'm going to come out well and strong. Amen. And that's what God wants is just, and like that surgeon said, he loves people in the natural. He discovered natural. that people who are using their faith to believe ahead yep. and through, they're Amen. the ones that they can, they can work with. Amen. And um, and so the, the key here, the key is not medicine or no medicine. The key is trust God mm. and obey him. Now, if there's times when God says, don't do it this way, then you obey him and there will be faith and then, then you'll get the answer. Mm. But do not... Do not think that we are talking about, oh, never use medication because that's antitrust. That's, that's actually not what we're saying. Mm. Yeah. It's to it totally the opposite because doctors are given to us 
sometimes to keep us alive yeah. while we use our faith <laughs> and trust. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't pinpoint, maybe you know, pastors, um, mm. the, an example, but I know, I know that I've, I, I'm sorry I can't bring up an example, but mm. I know that I've heard this where, um, you know, God, God's favor has been upon someone and like a world-class surgeon that shouldn't have been in yeah. this location yes, has been here to, to, to do something. Yep. And that's yep. when God's favor as just you know work. yeah well we, we had a testimony like that um uh many um a little while ago no, a little while ago now our children were young and um and um one one of the children got hit by something and split i can't remember the details maybe those watching i think it might have been caleb got split mm. on his lip and um and so we had to rush him in to the hospital and mm. and what happened was a, an expert like a um, microsurgeon, mm. a plastic surgeon who deals with you know the mm. re really intricate things, like an expert in the field, just happened to go past, and he just picked up that case and he came in and he did the stitching. Now because it was a lip, mm. a normal doctor wouldn't be able to get the alignment mm. right because it's just a really difficult. But he nailed it mm. and to the point that you can't even yeah. see the scar. Yeah. But it was like he shouldn't have been on. The nurses said, "Well, that's really unusual." That he shouldn't have been there. What's he doing around? He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't do this sort of stuff. He doesn't just come in and do this. Amen. And suddenly it was like, well, suddenly somehow he was directed, and that's favor. That's yes. the favor and the Amen. goodness of God and the blessing of God. Mm. And that was in alignment with God, just mm. putting yeah. the right person there I, to do it. I believe with that. that with the same with the heart. The the surgeon who came uh, was sent by the other heart gentleman. He was the right one at the right time, at the right place, the same with my hip, the right yeah. time, the right place. And, and what you were saying about, uh, we use our faith, okay? Yeah, that was okay. Caleb, when he was six years old and a friend <laughs> swung a golf club into his face. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's. Um, a, I thought it was to do with yeah. the golf club. Sorry about that, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It you, wasn't me. It, it wasn't Josh. I remember who it was, but he's being not kind. Mine was after. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was Caleb when he was six. Yep. Clock split it open, um, and you don't even. I don't know whether Caleb. I, I've never even noticed a scar, but that was because God mm. brought a microsurgeon Amen. just across, and God's brought the surgeon. So. Yeah, favor sometimes is having the right medical person there at the right at time. At the right time. And you continue to use your faith yeah. for the health, no matter what situation we're in. For instance, um, I had surgery on my right knee. Yeah. Uh, I had a split meniscus. Now, I didn't know that until they did the MRI. For years, Peter, you can ask Diane. Uh, for years, through playing rugby and sport, I just believed. I said, no, 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 it ate, it was sore, and it was always there. Right. <laughs> and eventually, I, oh, this is sore, and I thought, no, I'm going to go and have surgery. And then I thought to myself, well, is that faith? It's not faith. Well, now I'm going to mix my faith with it. You know what? I went in, they did keyhole surgery. I've never had a problem since. Right. And my thought came, I've got other things to use my faith for and for other yeah. people. Mm. I had, it was f at least three to four years that I had this thing with my knee. Yeah. And I kept believing, I kept believing. <coughs> Why did you want to give up? I, I, you could say I gave up, but I went, okay. Well, I think we're going to get taken care of. Yeah, and God can be in the solution. There's no I mean, problems with that. It was no problem. So when you're talking about, I want to walk in health, yeah. so I have the strength and the anointing and the ability to help other people. And there are various times when God comes in either in his peace 
um, to assist you in what you're doing. Yeah. And there are times where it is a, a quiet strength you will use when you're dealing with healing. Yeah. There, there's times when it's ignorance and you're just used as a vessel for yeah. healing. There are other times when it's you have to take authority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of those times was um, Kerry, uh, we were back in South Africa, and Kerry was probably... This is your daughter? 11, a daughter, 11, 11, 12 years old. And we woke up no at night, and she was in uh, extreme pain. Extreme pain. So we bundled her up in the car, left Vicky at home, and started driving to the hospital. And she's screaming in the back of the car with pain. And it got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. And I screamed out, anger at the devil. Yeah. And I, I have no idea what I said now. Stopped. Mm. Went to sleep. <coughs> we took her into the hospital. In the hospital, she vomited. And that was it. Took her back home. Oh, gone. Mm. But that was an example of where the, the, the anger of God, yeah. the righteous anger of God, came up and went, no more. Yeah. No more. You will not have my daughter. Yeah. No more. And when you've walked through those things, it marks you, Peter. Yeah. And that's where you've got to, uh, to learn how do we do this? How do we pray for these people? I was at an um, uh, outside crusade in Tanzania, mm. with G in, uh, no, in Zambia, with Jesus Alive Ministries. And we're sitting on the platform, and of course, all this crowd, open air, and and um, all sorts of things going on. Peter Pretorius is preaching the word of God. And it's great. I'm sitting up there. I'm a pastor <laughs> from Raymond. And, wow, this is good. He <coughs> said, okay, now we're going to pray for people. I thought, oh, that's good. I'm going to watch him pray for people. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they said, you go pray for people. I, no, go. All of you. Anointing you. You're anointed now. You've heard the word. You go lay hands on people. Yeah. So I'm going down. And they bring me a young boy in a wheel, wheelbarrow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wheelbarrow. And I said, looked at this little boy and I went, okay, what, what's wrong? He's never walked. He doesn't work. He can't walk. We've dressed him up. We bring him here. Man of God. Not me, man of God. Him, man of God. <laughs> to be healed. Yeah. And I'm looking at this, this little boy and I'm going, oh my God, what, what do I do? I, I knew nothing. And I looked at him and I can see myself doing it. I put both my, my fingers out like this, just so you can see. I put my fingers out and I leaned forward and I said, come on, son. Come on, young man. Just let's walk. Nothing to do with me. This little boy got out of the wheelbarrow, Peter. Hmm got out of the wheelbarrow, yeah. walked up the stairs and was walking on the platform. And I've got my mouth open because <laughs> it had nothing right. to do with me whatsoever. And the crowd went wild because they knew him. So when you are, as a minister or anybody, when you're, you're ministering under that anointing or by faith and you go and who there, you've got to trust God's going to do something. Yeah. If, if he hadn't, could I do anything? Absolutely not. Uh, it reminds me um, when Jesus sent out the, the, the 70 mm -hmm. and it says, and he, and he sent them out with authority. He, yep. he, he, he gave them an anointment of authority, mm -hmm. go yep. and heal the sick, raise the dead, you know, deliver people. Yep. Um, and 
sometimes, and, and that was one of the things that um, really struck me about when we're following Jesus and a disciple of him, there comes an authority that goes beyond us that's a part of what the calling, the mission. Mm. It's interesting that you said that that pastor, um, what was his name? Peter Pretorius. Uh, Peter Pretorius. He said, right, you're going to go, but he put his authority yep. and anointing. Yep. And he said, now you go and minister in that. And um, sometimes we think it's all got to be about me and what I'm trying to do and me mm. and God. But that's one of the things about connecting with God in uh, a ministry or a church or, yep. or a people that where you're connected yep. together and suddenly the anointing of that um, mission or that church is something you can flow in. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't have to sort of say, well, I've got this special anointing. No, no. you just flow in the anointing and the authority that You're is... Under the covering. That's, yeah. you know, uh, when, when we connected as a church with Heritage of Faith, mm. we fully expected... We fully expected the favor and the anointing that's on yep. Brother Jerry Seville, Dr. Yep. Seville, and on the Heritage of Faith movement and, and his ministry. We fully expected that to flow into us because Amen. we'd made that connection. So, And um, we expect when people join Breakthrough, we say one of the prophetic words Brother Jerry gave over us many years ago is not we are not just to be breakthrough by name, but it's to be breakthrough through our nature. It's yeah, a breakthrough by what we do. Amen. And we pray. So when, when we send people out, you know, if someone's going on holidays, I always pray from them. I say, Lord, I thank you there'll be anointings for breakthrough in yeah. this person. Because well, I'm, I'm, expecting, you know, I'm expecting what God is doing to work through us. So, so sometimes, and people here watching, you might be connected to Jerry Sewell Ministries. Mm -hmm. You say, well, I'm going to lean into that and say, yes. Lord, there's an anointing of favor. There's Amen. an anointing that will give me opportunities <clears throat> and doors. And, and you can walk in an authority that goes beyond just where you're at and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we're very individualistic thinking in the West. Mm -hmm. You know, it's everything about me. Yeah, mm -hmm. or maybe me and God, but often God works widely, and so that's an amazing testimony. How you know you just <laughs> you were you were part of that vehicle, and, yeah. and what a, what a, how exciting for you <laughs> to be a part of that. And that's yeah. the, the you know when you get to be part of what God's doing, yes. it's just it's just awesome. It, it's a it's an amazing um, experience because you know it's not you. Yeah, mm. it has to be God. It can't be anything else. Then if you are I got another one, Diane. When uh, and this has come through, are you going to trust God, or are you going to get mad with the world? Right. Okay. 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 Right. okay. This this testimony. The title is: Are you going to trust God or get mad with the world? <laughs> There's some people like, oh, I've been that. Place. I've been in that spot. I've been in that and, place. And particularly, get mad with the surgeon. Okay. Not the surgeon. What we had is, um, Diane had. Uh, Hoshimoto's thing, which is with the, the uh, vocal cords. And uh, they took her in for, uh, in Joburg, in surgery, and the surgeon said, we've got to go and take this out. When they went in, and they, it was her thyroid, right. so they had to take some of her thyroid away. Um, I was at, at home, and the devil was giving me a go, oh, she's going to die in hospital, going to die in hospital. And I was using my phone, and I said, no, I've got peace, that's not going to happen. But we go in, the surgeon had cut her vocal cords. She cut one fully and either damaged one, but he just cut one. And um, so now I've got a choice. I, I am angry. A, she couldn't speak. When she came out of hospital, she just spoke with a, a whisper. Yeah. So she still could speak because if they're cut, you have to have a trachea mm. going in. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this was no cancer or something was taken away. But she can't talk. 
she's just whisper. And, and I suppose if you really want to be naughty, it was possibly a quiet time in our home. We're not saying that. We're not the only three here. You've got to realise this. There's, there's spies out there that will tell, no, tell, your, Dan, tell your Dan, secrets. Dan knows the story. So, so she came out and it was a, a number of months. Or could have been, yeah, it was a month or two months. She couldn't say and we, one night, And we were praying. Because I, in the flesh, wanted to go after the doctor. Mm. Okay, you can understand. Yeah. My wife went in this way, yeah. she'd come out this way. Right. I'm still a husband, and we're still in this body. And we've got to understand that this body can't uh, take an over-control, overlook what, what we have inside. But the Apostle Paul says, he said, I keep my body under, at least I have any ways preach, cause people to stumble. Mm. So I'm the pastor. Yeah. I want to... Hurt somebody, <laughs> you know, because this is my wife you've, you've touched. Anyway, we were praying, 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 Lee Tester. And we'll be so in we're... trouble soon. Oh, and we've got, and you, do you remember, um, uh, we've got Teresa um, from uh, the Fields Ministry, um, okay. the Fields family. Um, blessing to you from the USA. Okay. Hallelujah. And um, Caleb's shared some great stuff there too. Um, okay, about, Lee's you know, back on. I think someone's in trouble. Yes. No, no, she'll forgive me because it was, it was the truth. So. But we're in church. It must be in a month, maybe two months later. I don't know. Yeah. And we're believing. We're, we're saying, Lord, this cannot, she cannot live, live like this. This is wrong. Mm. And you know what, Peter? Again, God's goodness and grace. Josh, we're standing in the second row and we're singing away. And we always say that Diane doesn't have, have the best of voices, you know, you wouldn't have said to your worship team. But anyway, even though she couldn't, she couldn't raise her voice. Yeah. And we're, we're just worshipping God, not thinking about healing, nothing. And all of a sudden, yeah. her voice comes back Praise 100%. God. And I, 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 it was in the night service. I turned to look at her and I thought, wow. And she went, oh, I can't. And she could talk normally. You have a choice. Are you going to go by what you see, by what you want to do in the flesh, yeah. or are you going to continue to believe God yeah. and not believe the world? Because the world says, and she's still only got one vocal cord, but she's, her voice is normal. Yeah. Um, because that was terrible. She, you couldn't think. But am I going to go with that, or am I going to go with what the Word of God says? Yeah. And our confession... Now, we've been at this 40-odd uh, years, is now is that every muscle, fiber, tissue, joint, and organ of our bodies functions perfectly, mm. and there will be no malfunction in Jesus' name. Yeah. Morning and night. When you wake up in the morning, when yeah. you go in bed, you say, yeah. thank you, Lord, that I have the health of Christ flowing through me. Today, yeah. every muscle, fiber, tissue, joint, and organ of our bodies functions perfectly. What are we doing? We're reinforcing the goodness and the grace of God that says that I that you prosper and be in yeah. health even as thy soul prospers. And I love that that those confessions and those declarations are not happening in the response to sickness. They're just they're they're just Life. lifestyle. Life. And, yeah. then, Life. and therefore and I and I really do encourage you to, to make it your confession and to get in get in routines and rhythms of confession. That's so you know, there's something sometimes 
um, you know, we had the peaks and the troughs mm. and people, yeah. you know, when they have a problem, then yeah. they're suddenly getting the word. No, I, mm. I really I encourage you to get in a rhythm of, of making confessions and, and having, having certain times of the day when you will use those words, but not just, I, make sure that they're not just, um, uh, just empty words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make sure that they are actually a release of fresh faith every day. The yeah. words might be the same, but your faith has mm. got to be fresh every time. Mm. So you're putting out fresh faith. And then when something happens, you've, you've already got a root and a rhythm and you've got mm. something that's framed that. And you say, no, that's coming. This mm. is, is, is already yeah. you, framed with. See, faith, faith and people of faith, uh, they, what's the word? They, they would disparage sometimes uh, the confession of God's word. Yeah. Okay, they would say it was well. You're right. You're that name it, claim it, blab it, grab it crowd. <laughs> yes, I, I've been like that. The thing is that my confession doesn't change God. Mm. He is still goodness and grace yeah. and everything. What that confession and every morning, um, which kids will tell you and everyone will tell you that when I get up, my feet hit the floor yeah. and I'm in the midst of. Thanking God for the day, praising yeah. Him for what He is doing. Yeah. Um, because you understand you're building inside of you a reservoir of the Word. Yeah. That when you're squeezed like a toothpaste tube, what's coming out? So you start your day in the morning with the Lord rather than waiting till you get into the day with the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, I'd rather put on the armor of God, be covered in the blood, be speaking the word of God. Um, as we get up, much to our family's um, not so delight sometimes because they, they tell me to stop singing in the morning when I get up because it wakes them up. And, it might not just be because it wakes them up, Ian. It <laughs> <laughs> might not just be your wife. It might be yeah, just yeah. lay down. Um, but it's funny. They say... I, this is one of the things, again, if you've got that relationship with God, yeah. okay, I wish, I, yeah, we all want to be closer, but I tend to sing, I yeah. tend to whistle, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. Yeah. in the supermarket, <laughs> yeah. when we're with the kids, and, and in fact, we were in the office uh, just before we came down, and Vicky shouts out, Vicky, if you're watching, is, um, <laughs> um, yeah, he just said, uh, and the whistling starts. It's the whistling. Yeah. It's the whist <laughs> and she did. She shouted at me across the office, Dad. I said, what? What's love? She said, you're whistling. <laughs> Mommy's whistling. Because we're all in the office, if you're watching. You know, the whole family is together there. And, and, and because we're used to being in that place. Yeah. That is a good habit yeah. to start worshipping him, praising him and loving him. And, and preparing your heart to to be in relationship with yeah. him, you know. And um, yeah. yeah, in the morning, in the evening, uh, David says in the Psalms, I just want to be a, a doorkeeper yeah. in the house of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, hey, can I give some, you know, and maybe um, we can think of some things, each of us can maybe give an example of some of the things where you, you find <clears throat> these are things that God's put on your heart to say regularly, even mm. daily or in morning and evening. Um, you know, I, I still remember a message you preached many years ago from Psalm 91. I don't know really you remember um, this would be in our mm -hmm. old building. And you talked about, um, I will make the Lord my refuge. Mm -hmm. And then later on in, the, in Psalm 91, it says, I will say, 
Oh, sorry, later on it says, I, I will make the Lord. Mm. Early on it says, I will say of, of the, the Lord. Lord. You are my. And you were saying, hey, how did you make the Lord your refuge? Well, because you, you had said of the Lord. And, um, you know, that's, that's a powerful mm. truth is the fact that um, often our confession is establishing us in a position. And like Psalm 91 says um, that, you know, we, we, we sit in the, you know, we're, in under the, the shadow. under the shadow, we, 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 mm. we, he who dwells in the secret place—that doesn't mean mm. visits. It means he lives there Abide. and, and abides there, stays there. And I will say to the Lord, and one of the translators, I will say to the Lord, "You're my refuge, you're my fortress, you're my God. In you do I trust." Amen. Now, um, so every day, our family say that, and we, 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 we on purpose take a moment to stop. And just make that. And what we're doing is we're we're reinforcing that whole concept of Psalm 91 yeah. that we're under His shadow. Another thing the Lord put in my heart. I, I heard a um, a preacher say, you know, many years ago when I think before my children um, Caleb was born, I heard um, him say this that He would bless His children every day, and He mm. would take the blessing that the Lord gave for Aaron to mm. speak and says, you know, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make yes, his face amen. to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you his peace. And thus you will invoke the name of the Lord on the sons of Israel. Mm. And he says, and I will bless them. And um, so he, and I said, you know what? I want to be that dad. I want to be that dad that like he said, because he was talking about his children being adults mm. and they would still on the phone, you know, even though they would ring up yeah. and so he could bless them. Yes. Mm. And um, I remember hearing that, but I'm not sure who it was. Yeah. And um, so mm. I said, you know what? I want to be that dad yep. that is blessing his kids Amen. and on purpose. So every Amen. day, and, I, and, and now we extend that. We bless our family and we mm. name them each. We bless um, our, our church family. We bless the church mm. and we bless our covenant um, friends, so yeah, mm. actually, you and Diane get blessed every, every day. day, amen. And Come we on. speak that over you, and we make this de declaration over you. Um, and um, so, and you, you talked about, and, and, so, and so there can be scriptures like that that the Lord puts on your mm. heart, um, or they can be something like you said. What was that one you said? You blessed all the all the different parts. Oh, of what, <coughs> every muscle, fiber, tissue, jointed organ mm. yeah. of our bodies functions perfectly, and there will be no malfunction because I flow that in from but lord i thank you that i i begin my day applying the blood of the lamb yeah over diana and i vicky lee jc and connor kerry sasha Alyssa, and bianca yeah and our family lord that they are covered in the blood they are protected by the blood they have the name the word and the armor of god on yeah. so they are guarded and protected and then we go through ministry brother jerry our personal friends yeah. we have our lot of people that I'm saying these are my family yeah. and bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within mm -hmm. me bless, bless his him. holy name and who yeah. surrounds us with benefits yeah the favor of God surrounds us like a shield and protects us yeah and and so when you look at that now the other thing that that does it builds the intimate relationship with the master yeah mm. Okay, yeah. I'm not coming asking you for something, um, but I'm applying what you've told me to do over me, yeah. and then I'm worshiping you and I'm singing to you and I'm loving you, and then what that does, it opens you up then to hearing what the Spirit of God would say. Yeah, what's He going to say to you today? It's because the word in that time when you get quiet, the word that comes up from your spirit is the word to meditate on. Yeah. The mm. word to meditate on yeah. for that day, to chew upon, yeah. like the cow chews the cart. Yeah. 
when that word comes, that's the rhema of God. That's the yeah. word for the day. That is the word to meditate that you go, okay, I need to speak yeah. this way. And I don't know about you guys, but often, often, You'll have that, yeah. and two or three people will need it during the day, yeah, yeah. or a situation will come along, and you've already got. And I know yeah. it happens to die, and it happens to people in the ministry that God's already prepared your heart because yeah. you've been with Him, you've confessed it, and all of a sudden you go, Okay, Lord, now why am I thinking about this word? Yeah, we, we had an example where, um, and Josh, I'll get your um, mm. confession yeah. in a second. Um, that you know, yeah. So sometimes God will put things on your heart, work things. So we've got the rhythms, you've got the special yep. revelations and things. Many years ago, we um, at church on a Sunday, God brought out a word, um, there's no God like Jehovah. Mm. And, um, and it just suddenly mm. became, you know, and, and then we go, oh, we know that. No, no, this yep. became a revelation, a rhema to our church in that Sunday morning. So we started to sing it, we started to declare it and praise God, and it just sort of took over our service. Mm. There's no God like Jehovah, and we're singing that there's no God like our God who can come in and work. Yep. And so we, anyway, later that, after, um, that um, evening, so that was the Sunday morning, we didn't have any church that night, we, um, so we're at home, and um, Jordan was um, at a back door, and um, the kids were playing, and they slammed um, a, a screen door on him. And he was only a toddler, and he was trying to get out. And he put his fingers in the in the hinge, mm. but it was not not in the side yeah. where the door mm. shuts, but it was in the hinge <laughs> side. Mm. And so it grabbed the end of his finger and squeezed it and ripped all the all the skin and everything off mm. the top of his finger. Mm. And he's only a toddler, and he screamed. And um, now often Christine uses the, the, the Peter check. She goes, you know, oh, there's blood. She's like, and she goes, get dad. Dad looks at it. If he's calm, it's just because, you know, there's a lot of blood, but it's not that bad. But she's like, and when I go, look, okay, get a towel, we're ice, we're going to the, we've got to go to the doctors. She goes, okay, this is more serious. This is actually a, so I'm like, I looked at it. It was ugly. And I'm like, okay, grab this, grab a cloth, put it on there. You know, a lot of blood. You know, he's only a toddler, so he's screaming. You know, let's get in the car. And we couldn't go and, um, couldn't go to a normal hospital because of the t waiting time, so we had to go to a private hospital that was nearby. Mm. So that's we need to go there. But in in the car, guess what we were singing? There's no God like Man. Jehovah. Yeah. No God mm. like Jehovah. Amen. No God like Jehovah. And he's screaming, we're praying, and and, mm. and, he, and he's and he's moving like this, like a toddler. Yeah. And, and and you just want him to hold steady because <laughs> it's every time he moves, it's going to be ripping and yeah. pulling, and it's just going to be worse. And he's he's all agitated. We're praying, but you know what we did? There's no God like Jehovah. Amen. So. Um, and I'll give the end, but I'm saying, don't, um, some people, don't forget to be doing the things that mm. God calls you to do, in, you know, be in church or be reading mm. your word or be meditating, because often in those times, God is giving you something, a rhema, that is then for the day, for the Amen. people, you don't know what God's going to do, you know, you, you'll be listening to something today, right, when you're watching this broadcast mm. right now, you'll be listening, something will quicken in your heart, well, grab hold of it. Yeah. build on it, yes. meditate yeah. on it, chew on it because yeah. you don't know what God's going to do this afternoon and you know, that's the word I needed and he's already given it to me so Amen. we were singing as a family, the whole with the kids so you know, that they would have been, you know they're all young but mm. they're all singing, no God like Jehovah, we just went in there, we went into the waiting room No, and we're just singing, we're just speaking no God like Jehovah, no, because that's the rhema, so we lent into it, that's mm. what God had given, yeah. and we went and showed the, the nurse, she had a look, and she was like, oh Quick, put the band, everything, we're going to fast track this. This is going to be quick, quick, straight into a room. Doctor comes in. So I've got, and no God like Jehovah, no God like Jehovah. So I'm the only one in there with um, um, Jordan. The doctor comes in and he's like, we're all like, what's going to happen? And he peels back all this uh, thing with, and he looks 
And I look down and he looks down and all this, everything has been put back in place and, and, it, and it honestly looked like someone had gone and pushed the edges around, put it all back in place. It was sitting all Amen. over. Come on. And the doctor looked and he goes, oh, 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 he goes, I'm not going to touch that. Amen. He said it, it was Thank so. It was all back in place, and you could just see a red line around the edge where it had all been set back. Yeah. And the doctor actually went, "Oh!" And he got really embarrassed because it was a private hospital. They're going to mm. have to charge us. And he said, "I don't feel I've done anything." And he's giving me all these bandages <laughs> and things. You know, he take this, take this, because he wanted. To, he felt really bad yeah. that he. He said, "We're just going to put a single band aid around that." Amen. And he said, "This and and and, and um, Jordan got into peace." Well, what had happened between the waiting room when the nurse had looked at it and sent it in, mm. and in there was, you know, there's no God like Jehovah. He had stepped in and he'd done something. And it was like, and I still remember looking at and there's the first part of me was like, oh, I've over, have I overreacted to coming? Yeah. No, 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 hang on a sec. The nurse saw it 20 <laughs> minutes ago and she was like, she's fast tracking. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not the only one, you know, and, and there's no way a toddler that the skin had been all put back and all nice and it was so wonderful. But um, mm. the, the point was that God, through the rhythms and through mm. being in the place where God speaks, mm. he gives you something and then out of that you can um, minister to the Lord Amen. and then you'll find opportunities to use that during the day. So expect that. Yeah. Josh, what was one of the scriptures or things that um, you, you do as a rhythm? Well, I'm now piggybacking off what you've just been saying. Yeah. So I, th I thought I was going to add something new, and it's, yeah. it's now not new. But this is something, it's not a, not a confession as such, but um, there are things I do with that. But um, this is something that God has really dealt with me. And so it, it's a positioning, and it's, it's, in, it's out of Psalm 104 to 5. It's, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. praise. Give him thanks, praise his name. For the Lord is good, his loyal love endures, and he is faithful through all generations. Amen. And so I really see that as a positional thing. Yeah. And it could be whatever you're going through, whether it's healing, whether it's a life decision, you got trouble at work, mm -hmm. it, it, it's for everything. Enter his gates, yes. enter his courts with praise. Yeah. And so like and, and really do that as as a as a positioning. Yeah. Because you if you can you cannot do that and you can go in yeah. and it can, maybe you can feel heavy. You know, that the weight of, of whatever you're going through or, or the, the healing that you haven't received yet yeah. um, might be weighing you down. And it's like, enter his gates, enter his courts mm. with praise. Amen. And as and I've had many experiences um, that doesn't matter how heavy yep. the thing was, I've, if I've done that, it's like it's just been lifted off, you know, and it's, and it's positioned me mm. and then opened me up to, um, to the, yeah, and then get in faith, get, you know, do do the confession. Do yeah. these things. Believe it, and and like time and time again, like God has come through and done that for me. Mm. But for me personally, it's always started with that. Mm. Position yourself. Start with praise. Give thanks, and it lifts that up. And yeah. I've yeah. I've also following on from all the things that we've been saying. Um, also, when I was six, um, or about six, maybe I was five. Um, I was the my mum's ironing board hot iron, so, you know, the iron clothes with, uh, that fell on my left hand and mum was not in the same room at the time. And so um, I don't know exactly because I was very young now, but I'm assuming that it was there for a bit. Yeah. Um, and, and she came and lifted it off, you know, put it in a, a glass of cold water straight away, went straight to the doctors. But through talking with my mum, I just remember, like that would be for a mum, like I'm not a yeah, mum, yeah. but that would be quite an emotional mm. time yep. if, if your son has yeah. just gone through something. 
Um, but but she straight away she would just start praying, start being in faith, yeah. and I um, and so I really believe that she made a choice to do that instead yeah. of letting mm-hmm. it just push her down, weigh her down. And when she went to the doctor, the doctor said, "Oh, this is going to be you know scar. It's going to be there, you know for for your life." And like you know, you guys can see, I've got yeah. no mm-hmm. scar. It's on my left. It's, yeah. it's no different to my right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when we went back the following time for another appointment, he goes, oh, it's, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, um, yeah. And it goes all against what the doctor was saying. Yeah. But I just remember her telling me that, um, yeah, I, I just went into prayer, into faith yeah. straight away. Yeah. Um, and mm. so that, that's not going along with what I was saying, mm. but yeah. all the things we've been saying, um, you know, there's always a choice that you can yeah. make. Yeah. Yeah. And they go into um, prayer <coughs> friend, friend of ours, I, I see that um, uh, we two two things. When when you spend time with the Lord, um, uh, there is a relationship that you build. And there are a couple of things that I'm not sure. How how long do we have, Peter? Uh, we do Right, no, two two things about different ways to deal with stuff. Um, a f- friend of ours, uh, John and Dawn. Um, their son Daniel, when he was a baby, had bad asthma. And what I wanted to bring out from this, they had to take him to the hospital. And they had all the doctors uh, in the room and what have you. And they were calling for a specialist. And at the same time that Dawn was there as a Christian, she's praying over Daniel. And, and she's praying and she's praying yeah. for him. And a doctor walks in and they tell him what's happening and he comes to her and said, it's going to be all right, mum, okay? Hmm. And she was telling me, because I asked for that example because I remember the miracle and she was telling me that the doctor came in he was about six foot four, looked like a Maori African type guy and um, he came in, looked down and said, it's going to be okay, mum. Those were the words. Yeah. And then he left. And it, the doctor gave him, the other doctors gave him the name of the doctor. And the very next day, she heard that this doctor was coming back on the ward and she wanted to thank him for being there and encouraging her. Because there were two things to this. There was this encouragement. And when they brought the doctor in, instead of being six foot four, <laughs> I think she said, he was five foot three and... Small, skinny. No, she said, I want the other one. Where's the other doctor? No other doctor. <laughs> Angelic visitation. Yeah. <coughs> so she's praying. <coughs> Angelic visitation. And she's praying because Daniel wasn't getting any better. So she started praying in the spirit. Mm. Daniel started getting better. Yeah. And the nurse came in and said to her, we don't know what you're doing but keep on doing it. (laughs) One of the things when you are in a situation that you don't understand and you have that peace of God, and she said that she really felt that presence, that there was like a light coming down over and touching Daniel and her. Another supernatural experience, but it came, she was praying in the spirit, praying in tongues. The nurse says, keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. One of the things that we get into these situations, we f- forget sometimes the power of praying 
in tongues. Yeah. Mm. The power of praying. And by, by that point in time, everything was all right. Uh, and I believe she said to me yesterday that um, she'd stop, stop praying. So when you're in the situation... You've already built a relationship with what the 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 Lord has, has done with you. Yeah. You've got that relationship, and all of a sudden, there is an outflow because of He's had His goodness inflow. Yeah. You need to flow in before you can flow out. Mm, and good. the last one, and I'm finished. I don't know what time finish is that. Um, oh, she put something on there. Anybody reaching? Get ready to receive. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So Amen. Dawn Hogan. Did yeah, you? that's it. Dawn and John and Dawn are our friends. <laughs> um, Dawn works in the office um, uh, with us on a, on a Friday as well. Um, says we can get to receive through through praying in the Spirit, etc. So she was like, there was one other one. This happened. Well, we've got a, a number when it comes to the provision of the Lord and protection. Yeah. <clears throat> But Diane went off to South Africa a number of years ago. I think it was probably three years. And she went off not very well. She had a cough and a cold. and She went in and she ended up in ICU in South Africa. And I got a phone call from my, doctors, uh, from my daughter and said, Dad, Mum's in ICU. Are you coming over? And I just walked out of the gym. And I said, said to Kerry, I said, Kerry, let me just go, I need to go and pray. I need to pray and see God and what I need to do with this because to fly, she's in ICU, she's being looked over. And um, so, and I, and I went, went to pray and the Lord gave me an, an open, not open vision, but a, a, yeah, it would be an open vision. She was in a hospital called Santon, Santon Clinic. That used to be one of my hospitals that I oversaw when I was in South Africa and it was like I was there and I walked down into the hospital walked down into ICU and I can see all this and I looked through the glass panel to where the doctors were in ICU and I see her surrounded with the tubes and the doctors but also I saw her surrounded by these golden angels mm. so I'm outside the gym, I'm praying, and I see yeah. all this. I walk all the way into the hospital. I could see it. And I'd, oh, I looked at her, and all the angels are there. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Came back, phone South Africa, said, no, I'm not coming. Mum's fine. Yeah. That comes, I believe, and I wish I, I could say it happened all the time because I would be buried. But that comes because you've already built the knowledge that God has has come to give us life yeah. and life more abundantly by his stripes you are healed mm. amen yeah. from old testament through new testament how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and with power and anointing and power went about doing good god working with him yeah so wherever it is and whatever you're in you build that relationship and it's not because of our goodness yeah. it's because of his goodness, Peter. Yeah. And if people are, as you said, if they are listening yeah. or, or watching, you can receive of that today because he is the same yesterday, mm. today, and forever. Why don't I encourage you right now, You and as Dawn mm. said, people listening, you're, you're hearing, I know that 
something's quickened in your heart. You know, mm. that, that rhema or um, that, that faith has been built. You know, I thought, you know, think, you know when mm. Paul said in the book of Acts, um, you know, it was, uh, Paul was preaching and he looked down and he saw, sure. he saw, he said he saw that he had faith, faith to be healed. And um, something had quickened through the, the time of sharing. And um, as you've been listening and you just feel something has gone off in your heart, and maybe one of the keys that we've spoken or something and you're being able to confess it and you're already beginning to minister it. I want us now to join with you mm. and let's believe. And so let's use this opportunity to connect our faith with your mm. faith. And um, and we're going to do what, you know, Brother Roberts, old Roberts shared many years ago. You do something now to, to release that mm. faith. And I remember he said, even if it's going to touch the chair in front of you, but, you know, not just, oh, I, does touching a chair in front of you give you healing? No, what he meant was, when I touch this chair, mm. that is the moment I'm, I'm releasing Release my faith. faith. All right. So it's like you're using that. You're doing something. You say at the point. You know, it's like the woman with the issue of blood. She said, "If I can touch the hem mm, of his gone. garment, mm. I will be." She she had channeled her faith yeah. into a moment. Mm. All right. And so why don't you channel your faith right now, rather than saying, "Oh, yeah, I've had my heart quickened. I'm believing for this." If there's something you're believing God for, well, right now bring it. In, in in focus, but then bring your faith into focus. I'm actually believing God for this. And then I'm going to encourage you to do something, either touch the screen or to, um, you know, to, to grab a Bible or do something or, or lay hands on that area and say, I know, when I lay hands on, I'm going to believe that the anointing and power of God. Yeah. And I'm going to ask Ian, if that's mm. all right, Ian, I'm going to get you to pray. And we're going to do something. We're going to lay hands on Ian's Bible here. He's got his Bible. Josh and I, we're going to, as we lay hands mm. on this Bible, we're going to believe that whatever you're doing is going to make a connection there. Mm, and it doesn't, and, doesn't matter where on your body it is, um, but you're, you're releasing your faith. Mm. When we, we pray, we pray together, believing, receiving, because it is his word. Okay? And we can't yeah. reach any, anywhere there. But there's no distance in the spiritual mm. realm. We speak it here and it will manifest there yeah. because it be it to you as unto your faith. Yeah. If you believe that we receive it and we speak it and we've seen it just the same way that that little boy got up out of the wheelbarrow, yeah. the same way that I've walked clear um, with my heart being healed and whole, the same way we see dying being able to speak. through the God didn't do those for us because we have been good mm. God did those because he is good yeah. and it's his will it's his purpose it's the reason that he came to give us life and life more abundantly and we'll not forget his benefits mm -hmm. this is the benefit and so as we pray today Father I thank you as I stretch our hands Lord, out now over the word of God Lord and thank you that as I stretch my hand towards the screen and go in Jesus name let, the, let that anointing come upon you. Let that healing power of God flow through you, releasing recovery into your body. Restore, restore, restore. Restore, restore, restore. Whether it be in your intestines and into your tummy right now, restore that peace and stability in your, your stomach area right now. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for it. From The people are watching and, and applying, and they say, yes, by faith, I receive that now. I receive that healing. I receive that peace. 
I receive that joy. I receive that child coming home right now. I receive it, Lord, because I'm mixing my faith with it with your goodness and grace. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And we said, Amen. 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 As we're praying, I just believe there's ligament damage that has been long term and you've just learnt to put up with it mm. in one sense but in the name you, of Lord. Jesus mm. healing and restoration yes. and knitting yes. together mm. an untangling mm. of of damaged ligaments and, and a resetting supernaturally yeah hallelujah I, I think uh, being able to walk mm. and move feet freely in Jesus name amen 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 hallelujah amen Amen. He's a good God. He is. And, 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 and his healing is just, let's, we'll circle right back to the start. It's just a reflection of who he is. Yes. Um, it's, it's, you don't have to twist his arm. You don't have to push in and say, oh, you know, God, I really, you know, I want to get healed. He wants to heal. It's his nature. It's his, because he wants not just, just us to be healed. He wants mm -hmm. us to be whole. Mm -hmm. He wants us to be well. Um, Can I just read that from, I, I brought it with because I wanted to share you. John G. Lake put it this way. Uh, divine healing is the removal by the power of God of the disease that has come upon the body. But I'm believing that we've told that it's divine health. But divine health is to live day by day, hour by hour, in touch with God, so that the life of God flows into the body just as the life, God, life of God flows into the mind or flows into the spirit. Divine health is to live day by day, hour by hour, in touch with God, so that the life of God flows into the body, just as the life of God flows into the mind or the spirit. Amen. Wonderful get to get healed, and you are whole today, but it's also so much nicer to walk in divine health. Amen. 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 And, I, and I, we get in agreement with those there. And Judith, we... Amen. 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 All, we, and we're with stand, we're standing with you guys. Um, I really appreciate you coming in, Ian, and being a part of this. Ian's mm. with us on Sunday. Um, and if if you're mm. in, if you don't have a church and you're looking to come, yep. come and listen to him live, or you can follow us online. Um, 10 a.m. on Sunday, we'll be going live um, at Breakthrough Church. Um, follow us on Facebook. Follow us um, on our YouTube channel. But um, and if you're free on Friday mornings, we um, we do this every Friday. Mm. Me and Josh, yeah. we normally have a we normally have a TV screen where, where <laughs> Ian is and where our scriptures and diagrams and everything goes. So this has been nice to have a live face there. Um, <laughs> and um, next week, there's been two things. Even as we've been speaking here, I was just going to write some mm. notes. One um, is um, the power of El Shaddai in quickening and restoring mm. supernaturally, and we, we want to share that next week. And also the other one is the power of the word Shalom. You know, at the end of Numbers peace. 6, it says, uh, uh, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. The, word, the Hebrew word there is shalom. That's a powerful word that talks about this, this whole process. Mm -hmm. So we'll dive deeper into the El Shaddai anointing for restoration and, and mm -hmm. recovery and also for um, shalom, which is two things that I know personally I have lent into long you know, and hard Amen. because they, they bring great healing and wholeness. Um, so we'll, we'll study those next week. So you can feel free to join us next um, Friday at... 9 a.m. Mm. and um, and thank you with um, the, the Lewis family 
from Caleb saying mm. amen. He's been nice now because, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Teresa and, and Teresa from America, yeah, from, Brother, from, from Heritage of Faith in, okay. in, in America says, thank you, Pastor Ian. So, <laughs> okay, very nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. I just enjoyed being with you and uh, not so much the cool weather because on the Gold Coast where God lives, um, it's nice and warm down here. It's not so. But it's um, been wonderful being with you. Yeah. I encourage you to go. Now, I expect that something that has, something that has um, stirred your heart mm. today, God will give you opportunity this afternoon yeah. to minister. Amen. All right? Expect that. Expect something that God has quickened in your heart. There will be opportunity to use that and share that today. Amen. And we get in agreement for that. All God, right. Well, God bless you so much. And from God me and guys. Josh and Pastor Ian, um, have a great rest of the day. Love you guys. Bye.